it makes me think if I had been somewhere else, not with my daughter, would he still look at me that same way? Wow. Wow. It makes me, makes me worse, worried about me, but I also want to know how much my wife feel. That's why my, my wife makes sure she tells me she loves me and to be safe every time I walk out of the house. Every time I walk out of the house, she makes sure to tell me that she loves me and to be safe. And she always say, make it back home to me. Even though we look at it as a joke now, it's so much seriousness in it. And you don't even understand how serious it is until something like this happens. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Opinionated Brothers Podcast, episode one. This is our debut episode. We are glad you could be with us. Let us introduce ourselves. I am Travis Porter. This is your boy, DJ. This is Tim Lewis. And we're the Opinionated Brothers. So, let's just skip all the formalities. <laughs> mm-hmm. As we're recording this, there's, there's been a lot of things going on. COVID-19, mm-hmm. the impeachment before all that. But something happened in February that I don't think the majority of America was aware of until about a week or so ago. Ahmaud Aubrey. 25-year-old man in Brunswick, Georgia, out for a jog and was murdered by two gentlemen. He was pursued by Travis McMichael and his father. Who was a 64-year-old male. Man, a retired police officer or something of that, of that sort, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis McMichael is the one who uh, murdered him. He was a 34-year-old man. We literally just got news about five minutes ago that after... Was this me? So almost three months of them being freed after this incident, they have been arrested and charged with manslaughter, yeah. I believe. Yeah. No, murder. No, Greg, Gregory and Travis McMichael have been arrested for the murder yeah. of Ahmaud yeah. Arbery. Okay. Manslaughter would have been an accident. And, they, and, they, and they're going to have a press conference at 9 a.m. in Brunswick, Georgia tomorrow morning. Can't wait to see that. Now to a deadly shooting that's inflamed racial tensions in a Georgia community. Tonight, video has surfaced of an African-American man being chased down and killed. His family says he was just out jogging. We should warn you, the video is graphic. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. This cell phone video captures the final moments of Ahmaud Arbery's life while he was jogging through this Brunswick, Georgia neighborhood in February. Arbery was confronted by Gregory McMichael and his son, Travis who shot Arbery twice with a shotgun before the 25-year-old collapsed and died. Arbery's mother, Wanda Jones. Proves that my son was not committing a crime. He was out for his daily jog and he was hunted down like an animal and killed. Gregory McMichael was the only witness in the police report. He told investigators he thought Arbery was a burglary suspect and ordered him to stop. McMichael then said Arbery violently attacked his son and the two fought over the shotgun before Travis shot him twice. At the time, no charges were filed. Attorney Lee Merritt represents Arbery's family. Nothing else after that video today, both of the McMichaels, uh, Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael should be behind bars. McMichael is a former law enforcement officer who used to work for the local DA. Due to conflicts of interest, the case is now on its third prosecutor who says he will ask a grand jury to bring charges. I'm hoping that all hands involved, they're indicted and they go to jail. CBS News reached out to the McMichaels, but they did not want to talk. The wheels of justice are moving slowly because of the coronavirus, but the prosecutor says he plans to present the case to a grand jury for possible charges once a grand jury can convene. Nora. Omar, thank you. So that was from CBS. That was on May 5th. At that time, those two men were still free. Wow. Um, well, this is the Opinionated Brothers podcast. Opinions? Man, I mean, let me tell you this, man. Um, this was like very, very, very disturbing, bro. It was, it, was, it was to the point where I was like, man, you know, don't get me wrong, Tamir Rice and all those, 
they're they're just that's on it's on the same level of disturbing, but it's wild how you can see a video of someone actually jogging down the road and you jump out of your truck with a shotgun and expect this person to just lay down and just accept whatever you finna do to him. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know nobody who wouldn't have fought back or continue to try to run, but how are you going to run when you're expecting to get shot in your back? It's fear. Right. And you're going to react out of fear. Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what they expected was going to happen. I, I don't either, but let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me share something else with you, though. You know, they had a district attorney, George E. Barnhill, who was going to represent the uh, McMichael family. He was going to represent him, but the mother had already said that the dad knew the guy, and he had to be removed from the case. The dad he, of the... Uh... The, the accused. Wow. Exactly. And the video you just showed from CBS basically just said that he worked with the DA. Yeah. So the DA that was going to represent him, he already knew. But listen, but listen to this though. He removed himself from the case, but before leaving, he wrote a letter arguing, arguing that there was not a, a sufficient <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so I'm so riled up, bro. Uh that it wasn't enough, enough evidence for probable cause to arrest the pursuers. He said they was that they was legally carrying their firearms under Georgia open carry law. He said the pursuers were within their their rights to pursue what he called a burglary sus a burglar suspect and cited Georgia state law saying a private person may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. He also said if Mr. Aubrey attacked Travis McMichael. He was allowed to use deadly force to protect himself. And see, that's the that's the problem with that's the problem with <laughs> it's crazy because it's like they set they enable people to do stuff like that to, yeah. to to target us, bro. And it's like our laws are set up to enable people to do whatever they want, like on like we cowboys and Indians or something like bro, y'all wildin'. Bro. It's, it's the sticky. same laws that they were using when it came to lynch. It's the same law. Right. Yep. That's what I'm saying. And it's, it's a problem. Laws. It's, a, it's a problem. Yeah. And it, it's a lot to unpack, unpack what you what you read, uh, uh, DJ. But um, the the real truth of the matter is, if whoever leaked this video, they uh, if, if it hadn't been leaked, these two men would not be arrested. But you know, that was the third guy that was with them. Right, exactly. And nobody said anything about he him. He was recording it thinking they was doing the right thing, but at the same time, how can you think someone jogging down the road just robbed somebody, just, just broke into a place, or right. just robbed somebody just because you see them jogging? Just, just want to throw this in here. Um, I watched this today. Roland Martin mm -hmm. has a video about unpacking this entire situation. I, I, I encourage you guys to take a look at that. Roland Martin? Yes. Okay. Yeah, man, um... This was heavy. Just <laughs> this was heavy. I I I I, I can I, I can honestly say that. I mean, honestly, bro, I I was all moved to tears to see this man gasping for his last breath, falling to his death. I'm sitting there like that should have never happened. That should have right. never happened. And for a DA to open up his mouth and say that if Mr. Aubrey attacked Travis McMichael, he was allowed to use deadly force to protect himself. It 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 should be for the for the for the same for um uh, Mr. Aubrey. Right. He was fighting for a gun. Right. He jumped out of the truck to attack Mr. Aubrey. He's jogging, minding his own business. With no weapon. All of a sudden this dude comes from behind him. A truck comes from behind him. Don't know these guys. One guy comes out with a shotgun. Thank you. What is he what is he supposed to do? Can fight for his life. Exactly. Fight for his life. And, and and the whole time, it's not like the guy got out with the safety on. He got out the truck, meaning meaning to call bodily harm. Yeah, that was the whole objective. I got out the truck to shoot this man. If he do the wrong thing, I'm gonna shoot him. It, it wasn't no, I got the safety on. Maybe we can talk it out or get down on the ground. It was getting out, and I had the gun pointed to his chest automatically. Right. And when the man went, and when Mr. Arby went to go try to defend himself, try to grab the gun, he shoots it. Then he shoot him again. It's three like, times, three times the gun went off. I think he only got shot twice, but the gun went off twice. three times. But but but, but see, that, that's the crazy part though. It's like 
but you're going to say him jumping out of the truck, scaring someone half to death, that he was in his right? How could you as a DA even write this, write this letter and say those type of things? Because they didn't expect this video to come out. Without this video, it'd be it'd be their word against his. Without this video, wow. And and this DA was this the first DA? Yes, it was the yes. first DA. This is the first so, DA who who was a friend. And I, and I don't want to get it twisted, but this third DA, the one whoever whichever one they have now, I mean he's no hero. He can prosecute. He can, but now it's going to a grand jury. Because at the same time, you got to understand, he's not trying to be the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The first guy who was Mr. Barnhill basically wrote a letter saying that they was in the right. Now you right. got somebody who has to step up because the whole entire world is saying they were wrong. It's a it's a Netflix movie that came out same same exact plot. It was a black it was a black cop instead that got killed by a white civilian or whatever. Same exact plot and everything like how this situation happened it's on netflix it's called outer banks that i think people should watch same exact thing and it shows how when people know people in high places like 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 this situation like this guy was worked for the law enforcement or whatever and so he knows all, of course he knows these people that that can help protect him mm-hmm. how they can do whatever they want they can tell whatever lies they want and get away with it and that's that's honestly the most sickening part to knowing that we don't even know if this guy, they talking about he going to grand jury, but we don't even know how they're going to protect this. We don't even know. We still don't know what's going to happen. We know he in jail right now, but. It's one of those situations where you can't even feel comfortable or feel like ecstatic or happy that they're being prosecuted. Right. For exactly. You, you, you really don't even know if it's going to be a slap on the wrist or it's going to be the real deal. Right. Right. I, 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 I see exactly where you're coming from because it, it, Honestly, black people in America right now, it's, this is not a racist podcast. This is not a podcast that's just all about race and everything. But the history shows that justice is usually not served correctly when it comes to something like this. Garner, yeah. Tamir Rice, now Mr. Aubrey. I mean, it's, it's then, the same thing. It's, 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 like, it's like being in the movie Groundhog Day. Yeah. What can we do to make it <laughs> make it to the next day? Because it seems like we keep living the same day every single year. And it's like, well, what's what's going on? Like, this is a new Tamir Rice. This is a new uh Gardner. This is come on. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like what it's is so it? crazy to me because when they do home invasions on these drug dealers and stuff, they would never thought to kill El Chapo, these type of guys that were deadly people that kill multiple people. But when it comes to somebody like this, like just a normal, average, everyday guy, more I feel like more of those people get shot or killed in the street like animals than you got some of the deadliest people in the world. You see what I'm saying? Like what? Like what, like where? Like where? It, it doesn't make sense at all, bro. It don't. It don't. It don't make sense at no sense at all. It don't. It don't make sense. You it got people that done, ki- that done killed multiple people that you know is deadly for a fact. Y'all been hunting down for years. One everyday person with no record. Now they won't. I mean, they won't live to see another day. It's, it's crazy. Not only, not only was he a regular person, he actually served his country. His mother just put out the pictures of him being in the military and everything. And, you know, this is somebody who was actually out just jogging. Yeah. Something that everybody do every single day just about. People go walking and jogging every day, but to be hunted down and slaughtered in the middle of the road, like it's like it's not even safe to go walking anymore. I, if you're a father, a black father, you should be scared to even walk down the streets to walk your kids around the block just to be out on a family gathering on Sunday morning or Saturday Saturday evening. It's like, how can you even walk down the streets and feel safe? I was thinking about that this afternoon. I was outside with my daughter. We were tossing, we were just tossing the ball, playing around the front yard. And um, a guy drives by. <laughs> Looks like your typical redneck guy. You know, right. but, he laughed, but he, you know, he laughs at us, looks at us, smiles, says, I can't remember what he said, but it was you know, nice and cordial and friendly. It makes me think, 
if I had been somewhere else, not with my daughter, would he still look at me that same way? Wow. Wow. And it just, you know, just got me thinking. Um, and I, 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 I've, I've taken notice of it, how, how we're perceived when, when I'm with my daughter versus when I'm with myself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, stuff like this just, I mean, it, it makes me fear for, not, it makes me, makes me worse, worried about me, but I also wonder, you know, how much my wife feel. Right. You know, if I tell her I'm going somewhere, if she's wondering if I'm going to come back. That's every day. You know what I mean? If I wear my Adidas hoodie because it's cold outside or raining. Right. right. You know? That's why when my wife makes sure she tells me she loves me and to be safe every time I walk out of the house. Every time I walk out of the house, she makes sure to tell me that she loves me and to be safe. And she always say, make it back home to me. Even though we look at it as a joke now, it's so much seriousness in it. She always be like, come back home to me. And you don't even understand how serious it is until something like this happens. Let's take a break. was pretty heavy ladies and gentlemen <laughs> welcome back this is the opinionated brothers podcast um as you'll find out sometimes we're serious sometimes we're funny but we're always real um we were talking about the the ahmaud arbery murder and the subsequent arrest of the two gentlemen involved just prior to our recording <sighs> it's tough. It is, and and it's it's really, and it really doesn't sink in to you, like to me at least, until you talk about it. You know, because you have you have the feelings inside. You know, you you do your inner monologue, you have your thoughts, but it really doesn't weigh on you until you actually talk about it. And then at the same time, it's like. When I look across the screen at you guys, man, and when I when I, when I'm sitting in front of you, man, you guys are my brothers automatically. You know, it, it and it don't it don't even matter color, you know, race, color, not, you know what I'm saying? We we can all have different opinions, but at the same time, we should all love and, and respect each other equally. And for you to fear me jogging down the road because that's exactly what it was. It was fear. I don't care what nobody say, man. The only thing to make you grab your gun and want to shoot something down, you have to be scared of it. <laughs> Especially if you're saying that it, it, right. it was something that was about to attack you. And, and just, just, just a quick sidebar. What is it with these people that want to be these vigilantes? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, what is, like you have a gun, so you all have a certain thing. I, I mean, I understand. I'm not, I'm not one of those anti-gun guys. I believe guns have their place. I also believe. Of course. You know, there, there, there are gives and takes. We'll get into that some other time, I'm sure. But it's like a gun is not just give, this didn't give you carte blanche to be the punisher or the vigilante, just do whatever you want. And they're talking about the two citizens arrest. What is it? You, you have to be a witness or knowing that he can, the person you're arrested committed a crime. They didn't see anything. Right. You had to see it. Yeah, you got to see it. And this gentleman. And Mr. Aubrey matched no well, description of any they criminal. They said he has. From what they're saying, they said probable cause. A private like person may arrest an offender if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. Which those two gentlemen, uh, and I use that term loosely, gentlemen, mm-hmm. had none. None. But at the same time, though, he's saying this, basically saying that they had some kind of knowledge that it just was committed. Right. 
that he just broke into someone's house. Right. And I don't even understand how you open your mouth and say that when there's no evidence stating that this man just broke into somebody's house. There was no 911 called in the area saying somebody just broke into someone's house. And if you really and don't, that's what I wanted to know. I'm like, was it a was it a 911 call or something like that? Like, how did what did they get this info from? Like, and the thing is, if it was, can we hear? It? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to hear that it. stuff's all recorded. Well, it should be all recorded. It, hey, if you call right. 911, exactly, telling that it was a robbery or, exactly. or a burglary uh, committed, it's going right. to be recorded and it's going to have and it's going to that's be timed. Mm-hmm. And it would have been play, they would have played it or something already. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how y'all? I don't think, but. Brian Kemp talking about he can't wait for the truth to be revealed by the GBI. I don't, you know what? I don't know what he I, mean by that, but uh, I've seen people giving Brian Kemp credit because he called for the GBI investigation or whatever. He's trash. I mean, a broken clock is wrong twice a day. You know, so <laughs> he's bound to get something right. The truth to be revealed. Oh my goodness, man! By GBI, he's saving. But faces. you know, shut up. Shout out to the GBI though, because there's a lot of black people that's from the east side that work out there. So shout out to them real quick. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a lot of people, it's a lot of black, strong mm-hmm. black women and men that work there that that do their job. Yeah. So is. shout out to them. And Tim, you know what, man? You 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 really hit on something when you said about that Brian Kemp incident. I mean, him saying that. Because it's to the point. Right. What, like, what do you mean? And whose truth are you speaking of? Thank you. Tomorrow. Who's, Who's true? See, that's 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 what I be saying. People be saying these things and have so many open doors to the point to where at the end of the day you could be like, see, that's what I was talking about. No, what was you talking about? Was you talking about right. for Mr. Aubrey or was you talking about for the Ben Michaels? See, right. it, it's open-ended, so it's to the point where it's like, I can go either way with it. And that's the thing, like I told y'all, I'm not a racist guy. I don't Fight racism. I think people who are racist are ignorant, and but it's not biblical to be racist. You know what they said? Most people, racist, people racist say that first. What? That I'm not racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm just uh, playing. Go ahead, go ahead. And I and I do not. I, I despise. I, I hey, hate let, let me, I don't. I don't want to cut you off, Tim. But let's just let's just pull in the air. I mean, everybody has biases. Of course, biases does not does not mean racist. No, let's just put it out there. Everybody has bias. No, of course. I mean, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, you know, it's just like, bro, when people say stuff like that, bro, it's just like, you could tell who, you could tell whose bias is stronger than those. You could tell, like, people say stuff and like, like, like uh, DJ said, you can hear through what they're saying, bro. We can read through that. We know what you mean by that. We know what you stand, bro. Because we, we've heard it time and time again. All right. We know what you mean by that. Like, you ain't, like, bro. And I don't like, that's why I said I don't like ignorant stuff like that. That was ignorant of a leader of a leader to say something like that. That was very ignorant. I wrote something down the other day. Those who lead inspire. How, how, how can you call yourself a leader of anything and you're not re- in, inspiring the whole entire state or inspiring the nation? You're a leader first. You know what I'm Man, saying? Yeah. This true. country says they're one nation under God, but they don't even follow any biblical values. Well, the country, I mean, it was it was never meant to be. Mm-hmm. I which I don't I don't understand why they had one nation under God and God we trust. There you go. It was never this was never meant to be exactly. a Christian nation. Don't put God name people, in it if you as people proclaim it's like the, right. the First Amendment clearly establishes a distinguishment between Government and religion. There's Congress shall make law, no law establishing a religion. That's not exactly. a, that, that's that's not a direct quote, but that's pretty much what it says. Hey, there's exactly. no law that says it's going right. to be a religion exactly. of the country. So it's uh, and that's what I mean. And and and, and they really kill me with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same here, man. I mean, I, I feel where you coming from all the way around. And it's it's to it's to the point to where it's like. I, 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 I dislike the people they put in front of the camera to call themselves leader or government officials. And you don't stand behind what we stand behind when we say right is right and wrong is wrong. And if you can't say out your mouth that this was wrong, if you feel like you will be 
choosing a side by saying what you're saying on this video right now is wrong. Why are you even in charge? Why, 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 why are you even the head guy of anything dealing, de de dealing with Georgia, the state of Georgia, period? You should be able to go on TV and say, what I just seen was wrong. And somebody need to do something about this right now. But instead of saying that, you're just saying that the truth will come out soon? Who does that as a leader? Why can't you just be passionate enough to say, by looking at this video right now, I can honestly say somebody was in the wrong and it wasn't Mr. Aubrey. Don't know what was said, but Mr. Aubrey had all rights to defend himself and should never have been killed. Because he don't believe that. That's why he ain't saying it. And that's exactly what I'm saying, man. He don't believe that. He don't believe, man, he don't believe that Mr. Aubrey was right. He don't believe that he shouldn't have been killed. He doesn't believe that them guys should be in jail right now. He don't believe they should have went to jail. He believe they should, they still should be free. I mean, bro, he I honestly hate, don't believe this should be taking a trial, probably. I hate, to take, I, hate to, I hate to take the cheap shots, but this is the guy who campaigned when I got a big truck to round up illegals. Yep. I got a big truck. Just in case I need to round up criminal illegals and take them home myself. Yep, I just said that. I'm Brian Kemp. He also the same person that think the state should be open back up. So there you yeah. go. There you have it. I just can't yeah, help. But I I just keep going back to this fantasy world where he had, we've got Keisha for Atlanta and Stacey Abrams for the governor of Georgia. How much different things would be? Hmm. Hmm. But we can't say that it'll be good or it'll be bad. True. We don't know. But Keisha, though, I can honestly say it stand up. She's real. She is all behind safety first, period. Yeah. Let's yeah, be safe. I give her that. She's all about let's be safe. You know? I, I, I give her that. I definitely give her that. And, and, and Pete, like I said, uh, Travis, like I said, man, it's – you know, that's just my opinion. I don't know if it'd be good or bad if both of them was in office, you know. But I do know this. I don't think Kemp should have been there, period. No, Even if it wasn't Stacey, it could have been anybody else. She went to Doug and she went to Fam. I'm with her. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 rock, I rock with Keisha, man. I, I, I like everything she represents. She don't take down for nobody, and I like that. She stand behind what she say. I, I feel like that's good reputation of uh, representation of us. And when I say us, I mean every citizen in Atlanta, Georgia, period. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking about all of us. Basically, anybody who's behind your own well-being, when you're not even behind your own well-being, I'm all for right. it. I'm all, I'm all for somebody looking out for me when I ain't looking out for myself. Because the Lord do that for me all the time. God always look out for me, even when I ain't looking out for me. <laughs> so anytime he says somebody to help me out, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Keisha says she got your back more than your neck, dude. That's what I said. There's been a certain side of my Facebook that has been shockingly quiet on this issue one way or the other. Yeah, I know you're coming from. You know? Mine is also. They're too busy putting up coronavirus conspiracy videos and don't tread on me memes. What do you even expect from them? For I don't know. I'm, I'm, my wife gets on me all. She gets on me about that all the time. I guess I'm just expecting people's better want? angels to take over. But it's like his, history shows you how people are. That's what I was gonna say, bro. People show you who they are every day. But you, but you know what, though, man, it's to the point to where it's like people are gonna show you what you know who they are every single day. But at the same time, it's your job to protect your own mind, though. Yes, and that's it's why your, I, it's, um, it's, 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 it's your job to filter what you're seeing and what you're hearing every single day. I definitely know what you mean, though. Just like you saying that, I bet people looking at my IG, and I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm, this podcast has been a blessing for me just because my generation is quiet. Well, not quiet about stuff like this. Now, you know, when stuff like this happens, and not about racism, not just how it is. We are kind of quieter. And you know, don't speak up. But I bet people, a lot of people looking at my Instagram, like I'm quiet about this whole situation, right? But they don't know that I'm sitting here on a podcast talking about it with my two brothers 
give my opinion on it. You see what I'm saying? It's okay because when when this podcast is out, the world gonna get to see. You know what I mean? My my opinion or whatever and then on the see, on the subject matter. You know what then, I mean? So and then you'll start to see that people don't. They I guess the best way I can describe it is that they take your blackness for granted. Because mm-hmm. I experienced, I, I got my really first culture shock the first time with Trayvon Martin. And my wife, I think, has al- it's, it's always been a fear of hers that something like that would happen to me. Because all of a sudden, when I expressed what I thought about it, people were like, man, what's wrong? You've been really mad for the past couple of months. Like, you okay? I'm like, bruh, do you not see what's happening? No, I'm not okay. Right. Like, did you expect me to be quiet? Did you expect me not to say something? But it's so crazy though, cause we um after stuff after seeing stuff like that, it's so crazy how like my stepmom used to always talk about like this stuff is real and we have to move like that. Like my brother used to walk in the store with his hoodie on. She like don't go in there with your hoodie on. Like like you know it's it's sad that we have to do that. It's sad that we can't walk around and freely. But it's like bro, this stuff is is real. Yes, just after Tamir Rice got killed. It's that real, trip. bro. Just had to tell that killed. Our nephew, he's 16 years old. They were outside playing with like airsoft guns. And my my wife wife was like, What are you doing? You don't and yeah. it's crazy that it has to be you like, crazy how, that kids you can't watch how you kids. Move, bro. And and you know, um bro, rest in peace to Amar Aubrey or whatever or whatever, dog, but rest in power. Yeah. Yes, definitely. It's just sad because now, like, like when you when you do go jogging, when you do go running or whatever, you got to watch where you're running and you got to make sure you're going to a park or make sure you with people, make sure you with a group or something. If you Friends, live in the suburbs just, or a subdivision, you uh, stay in your subdivision where people know you. Right. And even that's not guaranteed, but at least... At it least, ain't. Ain't nothing guaranteed, bro. Ain't nothing. And they showed us that. That ain't nothing guaranteed, bro. They'll hunt you down. Hey, Stay just everybody, just just just, just just move Stay out. The, just move Stay out the home. south. Just move out the south. How about that? Just <laughs> leave the south. South guy, the south guy, <laughs> man. Hey, man. Like, <laughs> like I said, man. It just continuously happened over and over and over. It's so, so stuff crazy. Like, stuff like this happened in Alabama and Mississippi all the time. That don't that's make what, the news. That's why I said south. All but it's crazy. The South, the South is so bipolar because my wife, she's from Chicago. And she was always talking about how people just kind of smile or whatever, talk this randomly small talk when you're out in the store. I'm like, I mean, that's just the South. People say, hey, when you walk in the store. Yeah. But at the same time, and that's true. I do that same thing. Smile, hey, how you doing? Because yeah. I went to Chicago last year, not last year, a couple of years ago, and it was a culture shock. People were like, it was like, they were like mean. And I had my daughter. You know, when I have my daughter, everybody, everybody's like, oh, my God, cute. Not Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and it's funny because there, there is Southern hospitality, but at the same thing, same time, this happens. It does. But, you know, we can't just bash the South either because the South has some good, but because right now, even with this incident going on, it's a lot of incidents going on in New York. There's a lot of incidents going on in L.A. right now. I mean, these cameras are getting a lot of people messed up. These cameras are really, really showing the ugly side of things that people didn't want to didn't want to be seen. And the thing is, that's the that's the thing I'm happy about right now. That people are actually using the footage that they're collecting and actually putting it out there, you know, in the airways. And people and people are looking at these people like, man, they're, they're not like this normally. But they was like this today. Right. They, they might not be like this normally, but today, this is what we see right here. That's why they always say it only takes 60 seconds to destroy what you done did in 15 to 20 years. Right. All it takes is 60 seconds. Less than 60, really, it takes three. If you don't think about what you're saying or what you're doing, it takes three seconds to destroy what you done created and your reputation that you done built in the last 15 to 20 years. It doesn't even matter, man. It's to the point, it's to the point where it's like, when will all this stuff just stop, period? You ask that question, but at the same time, you know the answer already before you even ask. Yeah. Because they've been asking this same question since the beginning. Will your kids see something different? No. Will mine? No. And that's the sad part about it. That's the sad part about it. That 
my grandma and her mom and her mom and my grandfather and his father and his father was saying the same thing that we're saying right now and seeing the same things that we're seeing right now. So that kind of stuff, thinking about that, I didn't appreciate how big a deal it was for Barack Obama to be elected. Right. And I, talk, I was talking to my parents about why it's such a big deal. Then you say, he's like, pe- there, are, there are legit people who never thought they would see that in their lifetime. That's true. For a while, I thought I wouldn't see it in my lifetime. Which is why my parents chose to drive all the way up there in the cold and have us out of school to go see this man. They, That's awesome. And when people attack attack President Obama, they say it's for his policies. Well, it's not to us because it's it's more than that to us. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's fair. Frankly, I don't care. <laughs> Be right. honest with you. But at the same time, you have the right to feel that way. Yeah. Like they have a right to feel like they don't like him. I mean, that's your preference. That's just your opinion. If you feel like he's a bad guy, okay. That's what you see. But that's not what I see. Right. That's not what you see. That's not what the team see. I mean, but at the same time, though, I can't tell you how to feel. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how to act or react to him being elected. But at the same time, I can tell you how it made me feel. I can tell you how I made my grandmother feel. I can tell you how I made my auntie and my uncles feel. And they're older than me. And those are the ones who I really looked up to and I really and, and I was really happy for because they was behind him 100% just because they never thought they would see the day. You know, at the time I was, what, 20-something years old, so I'm looking at the situation like, eh, it's a big deal. But it's not a big deal like it is to my grandma. It's not right. a big deal like it is to my own. To me, when I was able to see that, I was able to be like, wow, like the magnitude of this thing is really bigger than what I'm really seeing. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a certain part of us, we all fall short. We don't even give God enough credit for, for, for that happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Regardless of how our government is ran and all that stuff, one of my best friends, uh, he told me he always prayed for our president. He prayed for, like, everybody that's in the House of Representatives. He just prayed for Mm -hmm. that situation that God move on those people and move on their hearts, regardless of how we're, it's affecting us and how, like, you know, state officials are moving on certain, how handling situations. He still prayed regardless because prayer, you know, talking to God about it is way more powerful than anything. You feel me? You know, it's it, like, it is. It is. It, trust me. And then I feel like with the whole Obama situation, bro, I'm like, dang, like, like we really you had to give God his credit for, for for that happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that was a blessing to see that. But you know, but you know what's so awesome, though, man? Prayer is should always be the first thing that we do. But if you also have a voice, your voice has to be heard. Even the Bible tell you. That life and death is in the word. Our tongue. It's in our tongue. He already telling you that everything that you say has power. It's all right. about how you use it. You can help somebody live, or you can help someone die. Exactly. But it's all about how you use the power that he gave you. And we deal with a God that only intervenes when we ask. So we have to use the power of our voice at all times. And that's why I thank God about this podcast. Because at the same time, I can uplift someone or I can make someone who's having a bad day continue to have a bad day. I'm all about trying to inspire, inspire because they said leaders inspire. And I consider myself a leader. I consider Travis, I consider you a leader. Tim, I consider you a leader. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a leader of the, uh, the young generation right now. IGN, the IGN. <laughs> but you're a leader and the thing is what I'm saying is every last one of us have a voice that can be heard even if it's just my opinion right. it's my right. opinion but at the same time it's mine and I right. think everybody out there has an opinion but I think a lot of people are just scared to say it and that's why I thank God for this platform right? Oh. yeah just had to brighten this thing up a little bit because, like I said, 
we can sit here all day long and talk about Mr. Ahmad, but at the same time, man, it's 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 to the point to where I hope I pray that some good come out of this. I hope I hope some good come out of this. But even if it doesn't, we still have to be uplifting someone. Everyone. Yeah. All right. Regardless of the situation, bro, we gotta know that God God is still working. Oh, God is still He's with He's with us. He was with Ahmad even in that situation. Mm-hmm. When when a guy was you know God was with him in that moment. You know what I mean? We have to know that God is with us always, and you know we gotta we can't let hold back. Everything happens for a reason. When sometimes it's you know we don't know what that reason is, but God doesn't make mistakes. And maybe this will be different. Only God knows why things happen the way it happened. But God is never wrong. You know, and and, and, and like I always said, he always has been victorious and he always will be victorious. And I and, and I and I really do something I, I do really really do believe some good is gonna come out come out with this because at the same time I'm starting to see people who I normally wouldn't see on social media and everything stand up and say a few things that I didn't think they would say. And I'm not telling you, everybody talking about it. It's so crazy. And, and let's so be crazy. clear. I don't think you're saying some good's going to come out of this as in those two are going to go to jail. That's, 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 that's not the good we want to see. That's, that may be justice, but that's not the good we want to see. No. I think the good you're speaking about is like what Tim said and what you said. People are saying things that normally wouldn't speak. Right. It's opening people's eyes and saying, hey, this ain't right. Does this kind of stuff happen all the time? Maybe that'll be the small P that snowballs. Right, and, 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 that's, what, and that's what you hope. Right. And that's what I hope. I, I, I hope that people will start being more aware, even though right now they should be aware and eyes should be open. It's still a lot of people out there who eyes are closed and they don't even think that it's an issue right. problem going on. When actually it is. And it's still going on. It's going on strong. And it's to the point where it's like, hopefully, something will spark some kind of, you know, <laughs> something going on in their head to realize that, hey, man, this got to stop. This got to stop. And if it don't stop, everyone's going to speak up about it. And the only reason some action is getting done behind this right now because it's not just Georgia that's speaking up about it. It's everyone. LeBron James and everybody is speaking up about this whole incident. And it's to the point to where that's how it got to be all the time. Everyone has to put they have to speak on their own opinion about the situation. They got they got to, they got to stand up and say, "Hey, this is how I feel about it." Whether it's something that's on my side or however you feel that if you don't feel like I, I feel then hey, that's just your opinion and that's just how you feel. For me personally, I'm just happy that everybody is speaking on it and they and they all making something happen, you know. And it just goes to show you the power of everyone's voice and everyone using their voice the right way and saying, hey, this is wrong and it needs to stop. Well, the doors of the church are open. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to preach till you're trying to reach. Reverend <laughs> Jackson. Hey, for those of you who listened to the trailer, you've heard that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you downloading the trailer. <laughs> Keep My boy listening. Tim gave that to me. Tim gave that to me. He said, I ain't trying to preach till you're trying to reach it. And he said I can have it, so you know I'm gonna throw that out all the time. Well, guys, I think we're gonna take one another break. Come back with one more segment on the Opinionated Brothers podcast. And we're back with the Opinionated Brothers podcast. Minus a young Tim Lewis. We wish him the best. Him and his lady, they're spending some time together. Yes, sir. So one last thing I want to touch on, DJ. Um, you were saying at some point you have to protect your mental health. Yeah, you know. And your emotional and your spiritual health. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking about something that happened to me about two years ago. Um, I took a break about a two-year break off of Facebook mm-hmm. because the things that I was seeing were just so upsetting to me and so toxic just in general. Mm-hmm. And you would try, I would try to reach the people, see where I'm coming from. This is my point of view. This is my opinion. But it's like they just weren't having it. Like one person I commented 
two in particular literally said after your first sentence i stopped reading <laughs> wow and it's just like so why did you even ask me a question wow but and my wife and i would tell my wife all the time babe come look at this stuff come look at this stupid stuff they're posting and she would just ask me she's got to the point where she was like why don't you just block them and it's got me thinking like why don't i just block them <laughs> i think i came to the conclusion that if i did block them it'd be it'd be like i'd be giving up on them and like my nature just won't let me won't allow me to let people live in like ignorance right because in my opinion what they're saying is ignorance but see that, that's the thing oh man it's like that's your opinion yeah but it's not theirs and the thing is man that's 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 why we always said you know this show is, in a, is, is for anyone who have an opinion but not a platform to use it and the thing is whether i agree with your opinion or not it's your opinion and at some point if i can't get you to see it from my point of view i just gotta accept that that's just who you are right because at some at some point, and it's, and I don't and I don't I don't look at it as giving up on someone. I look at it as we got to agree to disagree because I can't see it from your point of view. You can't see it from my point of view. And at that point, I think I have to block you because I have to save myself. And if every time I come on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. You're talking the same way. You're riling me up. And I, I can't even sleep at night sometimes because I'm thinking about what you just said because it really hurt me that much that you feel that way about me when I thought the whole time that you were somewhat feeling the way I felt about certain things, you know? Right. And the thing is, it's like everybody's not going to agree with you and everybody's not going to um, disagree with you. But at the same time, though, you got to stay even i mean not, not not stay even but you got to protect yourself man at the end of the day you got to protect yourself you got to protect your own sanity and at the same time only you got to be in the house with your wife and your, and your daughter and if you're not there because you're focused on what you just seen and what you just saw yeah it's, it's time for me to filter out some of the things that i'm seeing and some of the things that i'm hearing because at the end of the day i i, I gotta go into my household loving my family with the man that I am. And I can't let no one out on the outside affect me, especially if it's just their opinion. It's not a fact. That's just the way you feel about it. And 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 I and I can disagree with the way you feel about it and 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 and, and be all right at the end of the day. I don't have to argue with you. I can just be like, hey man, I hate you feel that way, but at the same time, no, I don't feel the same. And I can walk away from it. And I should be able to walk away from it and be like, you know what? I don't hate this guy or I don't dislike this guy, you know, it's just to the point to where his point of views are not my point of views, but at the same time, I got to accept that, right? What do you think? I don't know. I guess I just have this innate desire for everybody to get along. As I get older, I see how that's kind of naive. I wouldn't say naive because the whole goal you would think is for everyone to get along, but it's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard. And you know, that's, that's the world that we live in. The world we live in, man, is, is, is to the point to where we have so many people with so many different points of views and so many people that were raised in so many different ways to the point to where we gotta sometimes just look at it and be like, you know what, I, how can I expect you to think the way I think when you don't even know what I know? Or you don't go through what I go through. I can't expect you to see it from my point of view. But I would want you to. I would want you to see what I'm what 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 people around me are going through. And I, or, I would want you to feel some kind of compassion about or it. Li- or listen to me try to explain it. And you know, that's probably my problem. People don't people don't even want to listen to explain why you feel the way you feel, you know? Of course. I agree, I agree hundred percent. I mean, a lot a lot of people always throw what you gotta say to the side and be like, okay. That's the way you feel, but I don't feel about it anyway. Moving on, but that ain't that ain't that, that that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, it's to the point to where it's just like I, I know what you're saying. You, you're basically saying, just hear me out, right? You know, and, and and the thing is, it's to the point to where it's like we all feel that way. We all want to be heard. We all we all want we we all want the opportunity to get our point across and for 
for you to kind of somewhat see it from my side, even if you don't see it from my side, to at least hear me. And the thing is, I don't think I don't I, I I I don't think a lot of people give us that opportunity. Sometimes they don't give us the opportunity to just hear, just hear what I gotta say, man. I mean, at the end of what I what if, if after everything I done said, you still don't agree, then I'm fine with that. But just hear me out. Hear me and, and, you know, and hear me and don't make fun of me or mock me for the way I feel. Right, right, right. That's actually that's 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 probably just all in relationships because me and my wife we went through that early on in the marriage. So that's probably that's just all relationships in general. Yeah, of course, man. And, and you know, all all and that's why I say our relationships are different, and our relationships are different just like our marriages are different because of the way we've been brought up. My background is totally different from my wife's background. Mm-hmm. Just like your background is probably totally different from your wife's background. And the things I done been through, I can't expect her to always see it from my point of view because you ain't never been in a scenario. You ain't never had to argue every day or ever had to, you know, defend yourself on, you know, in any in any given situation or any given moment. So I can't expect you to see it the way I see it, but I can expect you to somewhat try to understand why I see it the way I see it. And if you can somewhat... If you just want to know why I feel the way I feel, or if you just want to learn more of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, then that's enough. That should be enough because it, show, it, show, it shows me it shows me that you want to try to figure this thing out, and you and you really and you really care about what I feel about. You may not understand me, but you see that whatever's happening is affecting me. Right. And it matters right. to you that it affects me. Right. I want to see why it affects you. Exactly. I just want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and that's exactly what I'm saying, because like you said, that's our relationships. And, and like and I'm happy you threw that out there because it's to the point where it's like you can look at a marriage and you can look at a friendship because a marriage is a friendship. And you, and, and you can and you can actually basically put it in the same category to a certain extent, though. You know, <clears throat> there are certain levels of a conversation. I wouldn't want it to go too far when it comes to my wife. I, will, I, will, I want us to be able to stop and say, hey, let's take a deep breath and let's let's come back to this later. You know, with a, with a clear head and, you know what I'm saying, with a better understanding. But when it comes to your friend, you should be able to talk it out. I don't care how heated it gets. And sometimes you want passion in those type of relationships when it comes to somebody like your, your compadre, your homeboy, something like that. It's somebody that you, that, you, that you feel closely connected to, somebody that you work with on a daily basis or something. You both should be able to get passionate about how you feel about a certain topic and still at the end of the day be like, man, boy, I still love you, man. You know, but it's not like that. A lot of people feel attacked after you give your opinion about a certain situation. And it's like, why do you feel attacked about it? It's just the way I feel. I mean, if this is the way it's being presented to me, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really feeling slighted or attacked the way you're coming at it. I want to see, I want to know why you're thinking in it that way though. Explain to me why you feel like like in the Aubrey, in the Aubrey situation, when you got some people saying that they were just defending themselves. Tell me why you feel that way. I can sit down and listen to it. I want to hear your side. I, I, I really want to see why you feel that they were defending themselves and why he wasn't defending himself. I, I, really, I, really, I really want to hear that because I can tell you from the video and you know everything that I see that he was the one defending himself. It wasn't the other way around. Right. And 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 if you can defend that side, and I can actually sit here and be like, okay, I can see why you feel that way. Then you know that's understanding. We can have some kind of understanding. But you know, if you don't even want to hear my side because I'm going with the guy who was killed, then it's more to it than just you know me having an opinion or or you really you know what I'm saying. I, I got to really look deeper into the situation, like. Man, I mean, why do you really feel about the, feel away about this? Because if you can't even hear my side on the story, and you're just gonna feel like whatever I say is just trash, and you don't want to hear it, then let's dive a little deeper into this situation. Like, what, what what's the real issue? You know, that's that that that's when it started to become a different type of situation where you'd be like, man, why like why I thought we was having a conversation, but now you're taking it in a whole other place. You know, yeah. so yeah. I mean, like I said, you you can put both of them together, man. A marriage and a friendship, and, and, and like you said, all of that, you know, coincides with each other when it comes to just wanting to be heard, man. Wanting to be heard and really just want to have somebody have basically some kind of compassion about what you're saying. Because if, you, if you're if you showing love and you're showing compassion to what they got to say, and you're sitting there like, okay, man, I, okay, I can see where you're coming from. 
But when you start to say something and they say, oh, nah, you know what? I don't even want to hear it no more, man. That's a different story. Right. That's that. That's when they. That's when they ask you, "What you so angry about? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you don't even want to hear me out, man. You don't even want to listen to what I got to say." Yeah. What I'm so angry about? I'm angry that you're not listening. I'm I, I'm angry that, that that you don't even want to see why I see it the way I see it. That's why I'm angry. You know. Like I said, man, that's the world we live in. We want everybody to get along. We want everything to go perfect, be perfect. But that's not how it is. No. That's not how it is. If that was the case, I'd wake up every single morning with someone serving me breakfast in bed and, you know, <laughs> coffee already made and shower already running and, and you know, clothes already freshly pressed and laid out and, you know, my big body Range Rover sitting outside, I already crunk up and warmed up waiting on me to get in it. But right. That's not the case. That's just a perfect world in my opinion, but yeah. you know, you know, life don't go that way. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, I, I, I see I see it from your point of view though, bro. I really do. I really do. I guess it's a matter of coming to terms with just because <sighs> I guess just not taking it personally. But at the same time, how can you not? Now, to me, it's kind of it's kind of a conundrum because it's like, well, if you don't want to hear what I have to say, I, I take that person. If you don't want to hear what I have to say or even try to understand why mm-hmm. I'm coming from where I'm coming from, then you kind of just don't respect me as a person. And, that, and, that's, basically, and that's basically where I was getting at because when it, when, it, when it comes to that point to where you'd be like, what's, what's, what's really the issue then? I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you don't respect me enough to even hear what I got to say about the situation, I mean. Do you respect me at all? Thank you. Right. Thank you. So it's like, what, what's, what's really the issue? Is it me? If it's not me, then what is it? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. And, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's not an easy way to even talk about it. Right. Right. It's not an easy way to talk about it. And, and and like like I said, you 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 want to find a way to where you're not, you know, going at nobody the wrong way or making nobody feel slighted or feel like you're attacking us or you're attacking me or attacking me. It's not like that. It's just to the point to where, how else can I get this point across? Mm-hmm. How 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 else can I how else can I get you to hear me or understand where I'm coming from? That's why you know. You just got to be open and blatant with it. Like, is it because I'm black? Is it because this person was black? Because if this person was white and they was handled the same way, would you still feel the same way? Would you still have the same reaction? If it was your daughter, and then it's it like your son, and then it's like, no, why? Why you have to always? No, it's not. It's not the black thing. Well, then what is it? That's it. Because as far as I can tell, that's really the only big difference. That's the only difference. What is it then? It's the only difference. I mean, was it was it because he was raised by his mother and didn't have a mother and father in his household? I mean, tell me something. Yeah. Tell me something for me to get off of just the color. If you can tell me something other than just the color, <laughs> I will be happy. <laughs> but but it all leads back to that, and I'd be sitting there like, wow, like we still that shallow. We're still that shallow. Like we we we're still stuck on just the color of the skin. And as a culture, as a society, the sooner we can confront the fact, come to terms with the fact that yes, we are still that shallow, shallow, mm-hmm. because we are. Oh yeah, we are. Then we can move ahead. I remember a job I had, a young lady. She it was she used the term she used the, she used the phrase everybody uses. You know, I don't see color. And like I could, she wasn't a bad person. I could tell she genuinely. I, I could I knew what she meant. I could tell she genuinely felt because she was getting upset about what she, she, she it was making her physically upset. You know why somebody would look at somebody's color and judge them? She was she was she was really getting upset. Right. I didn't say that time, but I thought about it when I went home, and I was like, "You can't not see color." <laughs> but and by that I mean, like it or not, there is a divide between black, white, Hispanic, Asian, all of them. It's not equal on all sides. 
but there's something there. Yes, not. This poor white family didn't grow up the same as this poor black family. No. This rich black family <laughs> mm. didn't grow up the same as this rich white family. No. You know? And the only difference is color. Because yeah, you see color does not mean you're a bad person. It means that you see that there is a difference. There is a disparity there. Oh, yeah. And that factored into it. The sooner we can accept that, the sooner we can move on. But I, I just I fear we're a long way from that. But then again, like, then again, like we said earlier, a lot of our parents and all of us thought we'd never see a black president. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, like, like I said, everything is possible. And, that, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that's the thing that I'm going to stick by because, like I said, man, I'm a God-fearing man. Yeah. And I trust the Lord at all times. And like I said, until he tells me something different, I'm going to still move and think the same, the same way that I've been thinking. And the thing is, it's to the point to where it's like, like you said, man, seeing color means you're aware. Yes. That's probably the best way to describe it. Awareness. It's awareness. And, and like, like you said, it's, <laughs> it's when people say, I don't see color. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You see color and you see that if he was a different color, it would have been handled in a totally different way. If he was a white boy walking down the street with a hoodie on, uh, soda in his hand, and some Skittles, would he still been chased down and shot multiple times because you thinking that he's a burglar or doing something wrong? Would it have been different? Maybe. Maybe not. But I do believe it would have been different. <laughs> There's nothing to suggest that it would have been. Uh, right. <laughs> you know? So, right. But man, like I said, man, the only thing we can do right now, man, is just, just pray for this world, man. Pray, pray, pray for your kids, man. Oh, pray for day. your wife. Pray for your every mother day. and your father every day, man. Because it's to the point, man. Like I said, you never know. Walking out your front door, it's today, today. It's today, the day that I have a Trayvon Martin situation. It's today the day that I will have an Eric Garner situation. It's today the day that my child gets on the bus and his pencil be mistaken for a gun and be Tamir Rice for the day. Is it the day that I go out to exercise and I go walking with my wife and someone rides up on me in a pickup truck with a 12-gauge shotgun and tell me to get on the ground? Would I be Mr. Aubrey today? Like I said, you never know. And that's a shame. That's the world that we live in. We never know. Especially being a black man in America. You never know when is your day. And the thing is, like I said, that's why you should always stay prayed up, man. And always, you know, just be on guard and ready to protect yourself, you know? And in a certain situation, man, running and living to, to see another day is <laughs> never bad. I just wish he could have saw that truck coming a long time ago and hit the woods before they even got there. You know, it's, 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 just, it's just things that you think about and be like, were, were they screaming his name before? And he just brushed them off as somebody just being racist. And, you know, it's sad, man. It's sad. It's very sad that this is still the world that we're living in right now in 2020. Yeah. It really is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode one of the Opinionated Brothers Podcast. We love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Appreciate each other. Appreciate your family. If you're married, hug, kiss, cover your wife. Hug, kiss, cover your husband. Hug, kiss, love your children, man. Love your children. Love said. Anytime you end it on love, can't follow that up. Peace out, everybody. See you guys next time. Take care.
this our debut episode? <laughs> this is our debut episode, Tim. <laughs> okay. Hello, America. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Let's let's get it. Debut episode. Right. Let's keep that. In. Let's keep that in there. I, I need yeah. them to know that I didn't know. Like, That's a edit, <laughs> right? Can we please keep that in there? Hey, look, the more crap we put in here, the more I have to edit it out. So, I know. <laughs> Was it the intro, me? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I need a script. You're making me laugh. <laughs> I need a script.